Welcome to the Surviving Outside Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike O'Kelly. Today's Friday, July the 8th. So we're for, we're through the first full week of selling for the month of July in Q3. Hope everybody has have it, had a great week thus far, is looking to close the week out strong and head on to the weekend, a little rest and recovery after a short work week. Or if you took this week off, you're getting ready for getting back at it on Monday. Wanted to talk about fundamentals. As many of you have been listening, and, and if you know me from the past, I was a baseball player until the age of 24. I played all the way from Little League to Junior League to American Legion, high school, college, and through two plus years in the minor league systems. So I played baseball for most of my life. In fact, probably 19 years. So little, little as I age, it's less and less. And back when I was playing, there was, when we talk about fundamentals of baseball, a lot of it was very broad. There wasn't a digging deep into one particular area for an extended period of time. There was no off-season training programs. When your season was over, usually between June, July, or early August, you put your glove down. And you wouldn't pick it back up until the spring, possibly February, realistically March. So you really only played the sport about four or five months. That's it. That's back when I was a kid. It wasn't until the end of my high school time, right before I went to college, did baseball, at least in the city of Richmond, but this was national as well, start becoming year-round. There were fall ball leagues and kids were playing it year-round. And a lot of times it's difficult where you live. There's snow, it's really cold. And academies started popping up. Indoor batting cages started popping up in the late 90s, 1996, 1997, 1998. And I went to one and it was the first in Richmond called the Richmond Baseball Academy. RBA. And then I would go back to the tutelage of Bob Smith, who ran Richmond Baseball Academy. I would go back to him in the summer and, you know, during the winter just to work out when I was in college and even if in the minors. And by the time I had graduated from college in 2001, just a couple of years later, there was like four or five academies that had popped up. So once I got to high school and kind of about to graduate, that's when baseball started to become year-round. And the specialization of sports became year-round. I still kind of follow baseball a little bit. My nephew's 10 years old and he plays on a traveler baseball team. So he's really getting into baseball. I gave him one of my old gloves and I still keep my eye on what is being taught. I kind of got out of baseball right when I stopped playing in 24. I haven't coached. I haven't done mentoring, anything like that. And so I've lost a lot of my knowledge as far as, I mean, I could pick it up very quickly. I mean, you give me a week around a baseball team, I'll pick it up very quickly. But terminology, skills, drills, et cetera. I will tell you from the time that I finished playing 19 years ago to today, the sport and its training have become so specialized. It is remarkable. And I'll give you an example. When I was growing up, what you would do is you'd go out to the field and you would take ground balls. 
you would throw, you would take batting practice, and then you'd kind of do something called infield outfield, where a coach would just, you know, say, hey, it's two outs in the seventh inning and runners at second and third, hit a ball and see how the team reacts. Now, the type of training they're doing is they're doing everything from fingertips up to the top of their head to their feet. They're doing every little drill, touching every little muscle, uh, you know, bare hands, practicing catching foul balls up against a fence. I can tell you, I never practiced that. That was never something that our coach was like, all right, we're going to practice now catching balls up against foul balls up against the fence. That is something that pops up two to three times a season for a player. And it could mean the difference between winning a ball game or losing a ball game. Nowadays, they practice that. They practice uh, a coach will hit a ground ball or you have to react as a base runner. Every little facet of the game is now practiced as a skill. Everything from every little turn to base running, every little way that your hand moves in the glove, everything behind the plate as a catcher, every single facet is practiced. I think it's amazing. I wish I would have grown up in this era of baseball, but I have no regrets. I know a lot of older people say that. Everything is practiced. The fundamentals of the baseball players now are stronger than ever because they practice every little nuance and facet of the game. Why are we not doing this in sales? Why? Why is the only thing that is taught in sales closing? We need to, if you're listening to this right now, and this is hitting your ears, how do we get the sales world, especially outside sales, how do we get it to the evolution that I'm seeing, and I'm sure some of you are seeing in sports training? Why are we not teaching the fundamentals and reviewing the fundamentals and going over the fundamentals over and over and over again? Not once, but constantly reviewing it over and over again. The fundamentals, how to greet someone, how to follow up, how to open, what you should do in a situation. Why are, why are situations not practiced? It's just the closing. Whenever you do role play at a company, what's the role play? Oh, hi, so-and-so, you know, and then they give your best pitch. Okay, well, why do we not practice the gatekeeper? Why do you not practice an office manager? Why do you not practice getting a referral? Why do you not practice over the phone? Why are these things not practiced? Why don't we practice different types of rebuttals? I mean, it's amazing how I remember when I first started in the medical space, there was actually rebuttal practice. And then the years went on, there was no more. It was done. excuse me. Why is that? If you right now are not practicing your fundamentals, I know it's Friday. I know the last thing you're thinking of is trying to practice and get better. But if you are not going back to the basics and practicing your fundamentals, you're robbing from yourself. You need to re-educate yourself on everything that you used to do when you first started your best practices. One thing I'll tell you right now, nothing infuriates me more when I go to a business and I see a sales rep park right in front of the building, okay? Those spots are not for you. They're for the paying customers. If you are a sales rep in outside sales, park as far away as possible so they don't see you pull up. 
offices should never see what type of car you drive ever. Now, sometimes you can't help it based on how the parking lot is, but those three or four spots that are wide open in front of their business are not for you. Those are for paying customers. That's just one example, but yet I still see it. It doesn't matter. I mean, I'm not out in the field anymore, but I go into businesses and I will see people that look like reps and they park right in front of the building. What are you doing? What are you doing? It's, it absolutely boggles my mind that things like this aren't being taught. So here's the takeaway. If you are in sales right now, you need to go back to the fundamentals and you need to think about every little thing that you're doing. Is this elevating my standing with this account? Is this elevating what am I doing or is it detracting everything, how you dress, how you talk, how you walk, how you present yourself, how you introduce yourself, your communications with them, email, handwritten, text messages, phone calls. Everything that, everything that you do is a representation of your brand, and that's what they're focusing on. The widget is something that you are bringing to them, but your brand is very important. Guys, are your shoes shined? Do your shoes look nice? Your suit doesn't have to be $5,000, but if your shoes look crappy, you're just a crappy salesperson. How you dress is very important. Your car, don't let them see what you're driving. Okay. Do not park in the front. Make sure you have business cards or use a digital business card, which I said before the Mobilo card. Have a digital business card, stand out from everybody else. But going back to the fundamentals, when you shake people's hands, Well, if some people allow you to shake their hand nowadays with COVID, but smile, be genuinely excited to talk to every person, front desk, office manager, your target, whoever it might be, be genuinely interested in what they are doing. Getting back to the fundamentals could be something that could, will jumpstart your territory growth. If you change nothing else, going back to the fundamentals, you'd be surprised what you can do. Every other industry is doing it. Sports training is doing it. I know music is doing it. You know, they're evolving. Technology has infiltrated everything. But selling has not evolved. And I still, every time I talk about it, though, I feel like I'm just in 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 an echo chamber. Why is the only thing that is taught closing? I know it's important, but you could shoot the deal dead, but way before you even get to close. So think about over the weekend. If you're a sales manager, I want you to really think about, am I setting my salespeople up for success? Am I helping them with, it doesn't matter if somebody's been in the field five, six years, they could be doing it wrong for five to six years. Remember the number of years you have been doing something does not make you an expert. Okay. Being an expert is what makes you an expert being very good at what you do, not time. I've used the analogy for driving just because you've been driving 35 years doesn't mean you're a good driver. It just means you've been on the road and haven't killed anybody yet. I know, I mean, everybody knows a terrible driver who's been driving for 25 plus years. Just simply doing something doesn't make you an expert. So get back to the fundamentals. You'll be very happy that you did.
Thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate that. Hope you all have a great, fantastic weekend. If you want to reach out to the show, Mike at survivingoutsidesales.com. Mike at survivingoutsidesales.com. If you're on Apple or Spotify, please give five stars if you believe that it is deserved. Would really appreciate that. Share with a like-minded person. If you have any recommendations on guests, please reach out and let me know. And uh, download the show and listen to it on your leisure. Next week, we'll come back with a full five episodes, Monday through Wednesday, solo episodes. Thursday is going to be a featured guest. Um, And then Friday, another solo episode, and we'll just keep cranking it out. I have recorded enough episodes for the featured guests to continue through the entire summer, which is exciting. You're going to really enjoy some of these uh, big time guests that are coming on. They're really going to help you in your sales process. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend, and uh, we'll see you next time. Surviving Outside Sales. Bye.